I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a gopowercat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to gopowercat.com's Powercat Overtime podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to a very special edition of the PowerCat Overtime podcast, something a little bit different today. Riley Gates and I, Tim Fitzgerald, are going to die. I don't know. That's not right at all. We are going to poison ourselves with something we don't want to put into our bodies. It's easy for you to say. Hmm. Zach Carlson's also here. As we start the Overtime Podcast, he is behind a camera because we are also putting this uh, onto uh, an actual film. Oh, this is, go- is this going on social? I don't know what we're doing with it, uh, but he's actually got a film projector. In fact, he's, he's winding it right now because uh, it's old-timey. He's probably in black and white. I'm not sure. What is in full color is the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. They do not have burgers at the fridge, but if they did, they would probably be better than one of the burgers we are about to eat. Get into the fridge. They have great alcohol and not fake alcohol. Like, well, they might. They're, they might actually carry the vodka that is flavored like tequila that some bars use. It's like cheap rotgut vodka flavored as tequila. So when you order a tequila drink, you're actually getting a vodka drink flavored like bars tequila. Bars do that? What? That's yes, a thing? That, that actually exists. Well, yeah. If you want to buy cheap drinks, who knows what you're actually getting. So you're telling me... Quarter night on a Thursday night is less than I don't know. I don't know that good. many people that less order tequila drinks though. Like it's just shots of tequila. I don't know any people that order what we just ordered, but they do exist because apparently the Impossible Whopper is impossibly successful for a place called Burger King. Hey, Burger King marketing. Hey, let's take the meat out of a burger. In fairness, they're not the only ones doing it. It's a weird trend right now. It's a permanent trend right now because people have made enemies of cows. They are my friends, and that is why I eat them. (laughs) What we have before us, and if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see this, are two burgers, two halves of burgers. Riley and I each have a half of a burger. One's a Whopper, and one is the Impossible Whopper. If you're not familiar with the Impossible Whopper, it has no meat in it. In fact, the patty itself is made from the Impossible Foods Signature Burger Blend, which includes soy protein, potato protein, coconut oil, sunflower oil, salt, yeast, and a variety of emulsifying agents. Coconut oil? A variety of emulsifying agents. I had no idea there was coconut oil. That's so weird. I think it smells kind of like the burgers they'd serve in the cafeteria in elementary school. They smell like soy. Hmm. I guess you had my... soy burgers. We think. We it... think. <laughs> Allegedly, that's the that's how the story goes. You eat it and you're like, eh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I wonder about costs. It would seem like maybe this actually costs them less to make. Without actual meat that has to be raised? Yeah. But are we sure that Burger King's real burgers are actually real beef anyways? I'm not sure they're American beef, but they're beef. They might be cheap Brazilian beef. The kind of beef that doesn't even speak English. I'll be honest, it kind of smells good in here right now. Zach, you want to vote on that? I disagree. Zach's not a... I'm hungry. 
Uh, like I'm finishing both of the halves of these burgers. <laughs> to, like I'm going to finish them. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't know how we ended up here, and I'm going to just be very honest. It's because of you, our listeners, that contribute questions to the overtime. Last week was possibly the worst overtime we've had for a variety of reasons. One being there weren't good questions. Two being I was exhausted and uh, not fully mentally functioning. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lame overtime. Even when I put it together a day later or so for the Friday release, I still wasn't feeling well and it still was lame. So we decided to guard against that this week. By doing this, it's the impossible Whopper challenge. One is real, one is impossibly fake. Riley, let us go. Half number one of the burgers. All right. They look they look incredibly. Oh man, my tomato just fell out. They look incredibly similar. He was talking about his burger. All right. Whoa. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I don't think I got all the pickle out. Ooh. Ugh. Or it's just the taste. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever actually gone to Burger King and straight up ordered a Whopper. So that's interesting. Number one's the Impossible Whopper. It's got to be. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we... That, it didn't taste bad, so I don't know if we have the exact same. I, I think Zach switched them up. My number one is different from your number one, I think. I got to clear my palate here as if. My number one tastes like number two. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't bad. That was not bad. I don't know what that was. I just got in my mouth. I think it was either bad lettuce or emulsifying agents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to the number two one now. God, you are struggling. Guys, Fitz is in a lot of pain. Okay, here we go. Number two. That's like too much tomato. Hmm. I feel like that's real. That one's definitely different. It's not as bad as Fitz made it sound, all right? Fitz, Fitz made it sound like... His impossible whopper was disgusting. It was. It was unbearable to eat. It probably was a real whopper. If I have it right, and I think I do, my number one was real. My number two is the impossible one. I obviously like the real one better. But, I mean, if you said, like, hey, you need to eat an impossible whopper. Why did you remove your pickles? Just. Do you not like the flavor? I hate pickles. Everything, everything about it. They're disgusting. They feel weird. They smell weird. They taste weird. Pickles are the worst. Okay. I well, apologize. I'm, well, I'm saying was it was the texture as much as anything that got me on number one. I couldn't really feel the texture of the, of the burger itself. Are you going in for more? I'm going in for two. If it's the impossible one, I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to eat the rest of them off camera. <laughs> What if I told you that you were both wrong? What? No, you're not. Oh. You guys are right. <laughs> so my that was one easy. Was your one was the impossible whopper, and Riley's was opposite. All right, I'm just saying something here. So we've all seen the impossible whopper ad where they take the people into the parking lot at Burger King. And they're like, apparently, av- <laughs> it's just over here eating. <laughs> they're just they're like avid whopper fans, and they're like. They give them a, the Impossible Whopper, and they're like, I can't tell. It tastes like a beef burger. It doesn't. It's well, definitely different. One, they gave it to them with no comparison. And two, they probably gave it to them without telling them what it was at all. Yeah. They're probably like, eh, so it still we- tastes like Burger King. I could have made a better decision. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. At the end of the day, yes, it is Burger King. And I apologize to anybody listening that may have a Burger King tie-in or is a fan of Burger King, but your opinion is trash. Burger King is not good. It's not. Like, I've been I've been so hungover before mm-hmm. and eaten Burger King and just been like, good Lord, this is awful. Been hammered drunk before and eaten Burger King. What's that mean? I don't know what you're talking about. 
It, I don't like Burger King at all, but it wasn't bad. I got to give it to him. Yeah, you can give mine back to him. <laughs> hey, um, let's let's just recap here. Burger King used to be a lot better. Because back in the day, Burger King actually had grills and grilled their burgers. And when the smell came out of Burger King, it smelled like grilled, grilled burgers. It doesn't look bad. Are you kidding? It looks it looks like a Burger King burger looks. No, I cut them open and I was like, oh, we need to turn these around because you'll be able to tell which one's a pressed. Since I picked up mine, I could tell probably. Burger, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm looking at them in this Now angle. they fake the flame broiled taste with the flavoring, and they actually, I'm told, put out like fake smell. Perfume. Yeah. Which they do make. They make Burger King perfume? They did a mm. while ago. The second bite wasn't as good. Yeah. You still going to finish it off camera? Well, yeah, I'll still finish it. You're going to finish it on camera. I don't think people want to see a video of me eating an entire burger. What, what are you saying about what I'm doing right now? <laughs> I don't think you really care that much. I'm fat. No, it's not. It's not that bad. It's not good, certainly, but it's not that bad. Okay. And Riley hates Burger King, so that's really good. Well, I lowered my standards. I mean, I didn't come into this thinking I was getting a gourmet burger. I came in from knowing full well that both options one and two were being, going to be very mediocre at best. So there's that. I'd rather ha go get like eight McDoubles and eat that instead. So your review of a regular Whopper is meh. And your review of an impossible Whopper is meh minus one. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I'm disappointed because I wanted to hate the Impossible Whopper more. I do. It is flavored with uh, that great charbroiled fake flavoring. And I think what I might believe is possum buttocks. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the other flavor I'm picking up. I don't think that's accurate. Made with real possum ass. The Impossible Burger. Made with no cow. What other challenges like this could we do? Is there things out there? Well, we could try I mean, that. not just another fake burger, but like... We could try that Cheez-It pizza that looks awful from Pizza Hut. Oh, yes, we should. That should be the next one we do. Oh, well, we, we should do that. We should start to do these, like, not every week on the podcast, because it'd get to be... I'd die. Uh, number one, it'd get to be a little ridiculous. Is the one chip challenge back this year? No. Hmm. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that ever. I can't do spicy. We talked about I was up until 2 a.m. with stomach pains. I've got an emulsifying agent caught in my throat. Or is it still the chicken <laughs> from your lunch? Might have been the chicken. I don't know. Okay, folks. That's it for the Impossible Whopper Challenge. Uh, I knew what was the Impossible Whopper. It was possibly one of the worst things I've ever put in my mouth. It was average. I tell you what, we'll be back on the Powercat Overtime Podcast. I'm going to take a little break and shower. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome back to the overtime. We took a little break there. We don't usually put in a commercial break. We just kind of drop them in. But <clears throat> we had to gather, regroup after the Impossible Whopper Challenge. How are you feeling, Riley Gates? I feel fine. Uh, so, Zach, after we stopped, came over and... And uh, took a bite of the end of the Impossible Whopper that I didn't bite off. And uh, he spilled stuff on our little tray that we put our computers. Uh, and He spilled the whole thing on there. The much. tray is permanently scarred. <laughs> it has emulsifying agents eating through it as we speak.
I mean, I'm not going to, I'm certainly not going to pay for one ever. I'm not going to put another one in my mouth ever again. Like, that's just not going to happen. But. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, enough, did you just. That just tightened my. That sounded like Mike, that's farted. <laughs> that probably is coming later. Oh, yeah. But, no, that was not, it was not the worst experience of my life, but it was certainly not a fun one. I apologize to our vegan listeners, but you're insane. I don't want to be harsh, but you kind of suck. I'm traumatized by what took place in the first portion of the Overtime Podcast and uh, need counseling. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. The vegans are probably like, you had mayo on it. Doesn't, not vegan anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably true. I don't know. I feel fully emulsified, but I'll probably pay for that later. I am interested to see, not to get too graphic, I am interested to see how it feels later. This is going to hurt Did you? Stomachs. You did eat the whole thing, right? Yeah, I finished it. You finished your well, half absolutely. of the... Impossible Whopper. So essentially, you had I mean, a full Whopper, half real, half impossible. I mean, it was it was more toppings than anything, anyways. Oh, sorry. So I'm a mess. Oh my god. I wish you would have given me number two first. I feel like that would have made it harder because I had very low expectations. Then it'd have been number one. But then you guys would have been like, "Oh, this is awful." Like, I tried, like, doing it smartly. I'm not sure well, Riley would have known. I'm saying, I'm saying if I'd have had the... Actually, yeah. I picked it up immediately. As soon as it hit my mouth, the texture wasn't right, and then I wasn't getting as much burger flavor, and I'm like, oh. And then I started tasting or feeling the texture more, and I'm like, ah, and then I died. That's actually not entirely true. <laughs> I was dead. Yeah, I couldn't decide... If I wanted to give you guys both, I feel like if I'd have started with first. a bad one, I wouldn't. I would have had a tar- harder time because yeah. it's very. It was very easy to pick out which one was real. It was funny. Fitz first. freaking out though, and then you're like, "This isn't that bad." <laughs> well, Fitz plays a lot of things up. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> okay. It was fun. Hey, we're sponsored by The Fridge. We said that earlier, but I feel like we need to hit the reset. <clears throat> and let's just pretend none of this ever happened. Don't tell anyone about that. Don't view that video that's going up on the video place in the world. What's I'm, it I'm interested to see how many people actually watch that. <laughs> Three. Two of them will be visually impaired. <laughs> One of them will be me. <laughs> Bingo. Here's your questions from Wabash Station. We asked for some on Twitter. Twitter folks, you're not getting it, man. I'm I'm sorry. Hold on. Let's we gotta go here. You're not getting the overtime. Don't be asking me serious sports questions in the overtime. When we ask for questions about overtime, we wanna know you to ask us, do you like toe jam or regular jam better? <laughs> Something, you know. It all started with a simple question that Harry Carey once asked or his caricature of him did on Saturday Night Live. If the moon was made of cheese, would you eat it? That was the question that launched the overtime. The vodka round. All of that. That was in one day? That was in every podcast thread questions for it seems like two years. And finally we answered it and off we went into the nonsense world of the overtime where we just did an impossible Whopper challenge. And I currently have potato protein and what else? Soy protein and <clears throat> sunflower oils. Sunflower oils and some soap, I think, in my throat that I can't clear. I just got an ad for a uh, a vegan quesadilla slash burrito from Taco Bell. Apparently that's a thing. I don't think it's vegan. I think it's vegetarian. No! I did see an ad for that. I hate the internet. Yep, always listening. What? Like, hey, uh, iPhone guys. Hmm? It's more the iPhone than anything else. I, oh, I, don't I know just dropped a pen. Um, it's it's everything. It's on everything. And like, I went to Chick Fil A the other day and ordered. On my phone. I didn't out loud say what I was going to get. I didn't do anything, but I just clicked for a Sprite 
And then I got Sprite ads all over my Twitter account. It should be illegal. I'm not not opposed to that at all. It's a little scary. Not as scary as the Impossible Whopper. Do you hear me, agent, in my phone? Stop putting those ads. Every time I ask Alexa if she's a government for the or an agent for the U.S. government, she says no. And I don't feel like she would lie to me. Hmm. She's lying. She's definitely lying. She will turn those files over quicker than... <laughs> I don't know. Yikes. Huh. I'll stop asking some of the crap I ask. I'm not going to say it here, then... I mean, we're pretty clear that the, the government listens to this podcast. Alexa, I'm about to commit the murder. Let's <laughs> see if she records it. Alexa, what is the best way to get rid of Riley Gates' body? Ouch. Take him to Lawrence. <laughs> oh, no. He'll fit in there. Dress him up as a touchdown. Take him to Lawrence. <laughs> Here we go. It's your questions. Bring it on. Moving forward. Since we don't have many, if the moon was made of cheese, would you eat it? Uh, probably. I like cheese an awful lot. You brought up an interesting point. There's no like, you can't just roll up and say, I want that big old burger with double cheese at Burger King. Yeah, you have to get it off the side menu, which is another reason why that place sucks. So it's like a, uh, a girlfriend when you're married to the main menu? You get the side menu? Yeah, pretty much. I don't think I could eat eat the moon. I, mean, I love cheese, um, and we're dying. It's slowly, yeah, it's, it's, are melting. it's right there. Um, I love cheese, but I don't really like it by itself. You know. Well, if you went all the way to the moon, it's not like you'd have chips or pretzels. You would. You would. Yeah, to open the up the visor and just. I'm not sure how into, you into space. <laughs> I'm not sure how you actually eat the moon if it was made of cheese, but I would do it if possible. Unless it was one of those weird cheeses that smelled like feet. Well, I go over to like that gas station. What? <laughs> I just <laughs> bad cheeses in the world. Did you read the overtime read questions? The overtime because cheese. that's a question. But um, huh. I go over to the gas station, the Hyvie gas station, and like. You know, if I need a snack or whatever, you get those little uh, cracker, salami, cheese, and grapes in a container. Yeah. And I love them. I make a little, you know, like put the salami on the cracker and everything. But I can't eat the the cube cheese by itself. Like, I got to have it with something. So I love cheese, but I don't think I can eat the moon made of cheese. Like, that just, that's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of dairy, man. Well, I couldn't eat the whole moon. Just like if uh, the astronauts went back to the moon and brought back, like, moon rocks made of cheese, and they brought some to my house, I would give it a shot unless it had mold on it. Okay, well, I thought the question was, do you have to eat the entire moon? I respect the moon too much to eat it. (laughs) Nobody ever stands up for the moon. I like seeing that at night every 30 days. (laughs) I have no respect for the moon after I saw it at that party doing that thing it did to Uranus. Oh, hell no. (laughs) It's a planet. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a planet. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Just got an ad for the Impossible Whopper on my Instagram. Oh, get out. I'm not making it up. Look. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't look like that. They used, <laughs> they a, real burger. used a real one. That they used real. a real burger in that photo. <laughs> that is not what we ate. That, <laughs> I, Crap. Look, I get that the burgers you see on ads always look better. That doesn't even look close to the flat, mushy substance that we ate. That is not the right color. It's not the right texture. Fire! I, anyways, that's I, ridiculous. Any lawyers out there that want to do a class action lawsuit, I bet you if we dig down, we're going to find out that that's a real burger in that photo. And my trauma that I'm suffering right now from the Burger King, the man himself, is real, man. It's real. I'm hurting here. The Burger King. <laughs> Oh, no. So gross. I'm not into food challenges. I will do anything once. (laughs) From Queso Cat, Blue Cheese, a delicious accompaniment to salads and burgers, or does it smell like feet? 
Wow. Queso can't cannot stand it. Uh, why would I eat moldy cheese? Quote unquote. All right. I'm on his side. I don't want to put blue cheese on my burger. I don't want to uh, you know, smell it, whatever, anything like that. But full disclosure, I've never had blue cheese. Well, you don't need wings. Yeah, I do. What? You don't like buffalo wings. Yeah, you don't eat. I don't like buffalo don't buffalo sauce. Wings. I like right. It's bu- a- buffalo wings are supposed to be sold, sold, served with blue cheese dressing. Oh, is it actually to- chunky? It can, it can be. be. Gross. It can be. Why would you want to eat that? That's why I get ranch. I like it with wing sauce. It does cut the burn. It does help that. I will eat a salad that has some crumbles on it, but I will not just eat blue cheese. And and honestly, if you told me, hey, you got to give a blue cheese for the rest of your life, I'd go, okay, that's good. I am open to trying anything Done. once, as shown by the Impossible Whopper challenge here, but... I've never been so turned off by the way a food looks that I refuse to eat it, and that's what's happening with blue cheese. Huh? I, I'm, I'm losing my voice, dude. No, it's it. We have impossibleness stuck in our throats. It's horrible. <clears throat> uh, I can't help but wonder what possibly happened to this cheese to make it so blue. You are so dumb. You are really dumb for real. It's just sad. Zach, do you like blue cheese? No. That's his contribution can to this you, topic. Can you stand it, or do you, I mean... The only time I've ever had it was with wings. And it was awful, or you just didn't yeah, like it? Yeah, because you expected a ranch, and you're like, what is this? Oh, it's you awful. accidentally... Yeah, because sometimes, oh. sometimes if it's not chunky, it's smooth, and it's white, and you're like, well... Mm. This is ranch, and then you eat it, and you're like, "Oh no!" That would ruin my experience with with ranch, probably too, because then I would be very cautious about you, eating ranch. You wouldn't trust oh, ranch. Funny story: sirloin stockade back in the day. We'll get you. We'll get you to eat at the sirloin stockade. Maybe not just because of our U.S. choice meat. Maybe because the price of our sizzling sirloin steak dinner is just a dollar fifty nine. Eight ounces of ranch fresh steak, tender and juicy. Served with French fries or baked potato and golden brown stockade toast. And if that doesn't get you, we'll throw in a free cone for dessert. The Sirloin Stockade. Have we got you now? I, for whatever reason, at a buffet, I'd always get cottage cheese. Oh, no. Somehow, though, somehow, though, I mistook tartar sauce for cottage cheese. Oh. And I don't think I ever actually ate it, but I think my, my mom or my dad was like, Zach, why'd you get tartar sauce? That's not cottage cheese. And then I got made fun of every time we went to Sterling Stockade <laughs> for the rest of its existence. Why were you going to get the tartar sauce today? Why were you eating cottage cheese in the first place? I don't know. It was just always a Sterling Stockade habit. There is something. Get, cottage I'd cheese is just cottage Man. There's something visually I won't eat. It could taste like freaking butterscotch, but it looks so awful. There's no way. I don't it, trust white foods. Stockade had good, mag, er, good, good cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is just... Uh, I, I don't... I've never even slightly been able to put it in my body. Like, not going to happen. And kids, that's how Zach became known as tartar sauce. <laughs> I heard you! Tartar sauce. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Got a new nickname. Go tartar sauce. What's going on, man? <laughs> Back to you, tartar sauce. No. I like Back it. to you. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> now we go <laughs> to the WTC Gig Pirate Studios with your host, Dirty Sauce. <laughs> I feel awful. I think this, I think the Impossible Whopper is currently growing some kind of foreign entity in my stomach. It's going to be like Sigourney Weaver in Alien. Old reference, but still spectacular. And a little bit later, I'm going to have like a cow made of potatoes erupt from my stomach. <clears throat> no. Oh, it's it's not true at all. It's alive. 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 
Can we go on to the next question? Yeah. Hey, that's a good question. From I Like Pickles Cat, why doesn't lack of biting insects get any credit for fall being the best season? He makes a very good point. We turned our air conditioner off in the place recently because, you know, it was getting a little chillier at times. But then there's days, you know, like like today was pretty chilly outside. But if you're if you just got the sun beating in on the window, that'd be Tuesday, folks. Oh, yeah. The sun's beating in on the window. It's warming up the place, and it's you know seventy five, seventy six degrees inside. Zach, what if so? What if Friday's eighty degrees? That wouldn't make sense. So we open up the door. We have a little porch um, in our apartment. Oh yeah, it's lovely. You've never been there. I know. <laughs> so we open up the door and just leave it wide open. It's easier than opening the windows and gets more air in. But it lets a lot of flies in. Mm. Actually, had a bee in there the other day. I was not mm. pleased with that one. Did it get in your bonnet? He left. No. Oh. But yes, that's that's a very underrated part of winter because although you're not like you're going to be sitting outside around the fire in but December. I'm going to brag a little bit, if you don't mind lending me the microphone here so I can, I can brag about my life. You see, folks, I like to find the upside in any situation. Situation. And I would like to brag right now that due to my cancer treatments, for whatever freaking reason, mosquitoes will not bite me. It is the damnedest thing. They land on me, and they're like, ooh, ooh, and they fly off. They'll buzz me in the ears. They'll buzz, you know, how they annoy you, fly around your face. I didn't have one single mosquito bite working in the yard all spring and summer. Bull crap. What? If you don't like mosquitoes, get yourself some cancer. <laughs> cancer. Defeating mosquito bites since 2019. A better solution than off since 2019. <laughs> you got to find the highlights. I don't have. It's kind of funny. You can watch them. They land on me, and they lift their little, their little mosquito butt and go, no, I can't do this, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's, I take a chemo pill every day, four chemo pills every day. Um, I mean, they're not toxic or anything, but it's a chemo treatment. And I think it's that. It's in my blood system all the time. I don't know. But there, get yourself some cancer. It's fun. Really? Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. From Queso Cat, not a cheese-related question here. Would you support a change that would have the start of college basketball season move to January so it does not overlap with football and you get May Madness instead of March Madness? You know, this came up on Twitter, and it makes so much sense. But we've been fighting this for a while, though. But it makes so much sense, for even for fans. It makes so much sense. You turn football into the fall sport, basketball into the spring sport. We should not be having basketball media days ahead of the sixth game of the season, even with two bye weeks. We should not. Or a couple years ago when it was in September. Yeah. This is crazy. I mean, what's amazing about that is you could move the start of basketball season back a full two months and still have your national championship game before the NBA finals even start. I mean, it's why sports suck from April to August. It's why you love football so much when it comes back. You have nothing to watch. Even if your baseball team is really good, like when the Royals won the World Series, that still was not a fun summer. Oh, it's Tuesday. Guess I'll watch the Royals. Oh. 
It's just not a game. you got to be a diehard to watch every game of any baseball team. It would work so amazing. It picks up right at the end of the national championship in football, and then you're 110% invested into into basketball. You probably don't give a damn about spring football. I mean, it's it makes sense. But I know it's not going to change, so I'm not going to get my hopes up. There are things you can hope for in life. We're going to change it. By God, let's meet at the courthouse on Saturday at 1.15, and let's have a parade to change this. Believe it or not, rallies do not do a damn thing. Pure fiction. Wrong. We'll have signs. (laughs) And the truth shall set you free. It's fair. Does anyone else have anything to do about 1.15 on Saturday? Mm, no. There's Fitz with his sign. <laughs> You're gonna College kneel. basketball is unfair. Mark Emmer is in there. <laughs> You're going to kneel for the national anthem? I would kneel, but I wouldn't be able to get back up. So that makes a statement that was totally unintended. Mr. Fitzgerald, why have you been kneeling for three hours? What are you trying to say? I can't get up, man. Help me. Next questions. This is a podcast debut from Island Farmer. Let's have a little debut music right here. Run the tune, man. Welcome to Jamaica, man. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. Okay, there we go. And he has a farming question. And oh, boy. I don't know... <sighs> Part of me, when I first read this question, it made me think that he's never farmed before, and he wants to know if we could help him because he needs help. But I think he just genuinely needs help, and he's done this before. But he asks, do any of you guys know how to drive a combine? He could use some help with harvest. We now go to farm correspondent me. Here to tell you that I do, in fact, know how to drive a combine. I, when I was going into my freshman year of high school, I worked on a farm. It was my first legit job, uh, short of mowing lawns. Did you have a farm permit? Uh, I had to get one, yeah. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Is that or don't have the job? So definitive. Does she have a farm permit? Yeah. Losers. God, how dare you get what was legally required of you to do your job? How dare you? Why don't you walk to work like the rest of us? Or drive to work with your parent like the rest of us? Uh, are you are you a certified drone pilot in order to fly that drone? Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> well, I'm not certified, so eh. No, I, I worked on a farm, and... I drove a John Deere 9650 combine with a MacDon header on it. She thinks my tractor's sexy. It really turns her on. And I can't, I did it for seven days. What did MacDon do to that combine? What the hell is going on on the farm? The hell? Man. Oh, no. Well, I'm proud of you, Ryan. There's a lot of things I can't help you with. Did, were you able to see over the steering wheel when yeah. you were a freshman? Yeah. Do they long. have steering wheels and combines or they zero turn? Do they have handles? That's a good question. They have steering wheels. They have a steering wheel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they don't, mm. No. I bet you something. I mean, now now it doesn't matter what they have because they all drive themselves. That's amazing. GPS? Yeah. Well, there was a video I saw in my suggested, for whatever reason, on YouTube, and it was like, just got a new combine, and this thing looked pretty sweet. So I clicked on it, and he... Yeah, it has new combine. Like I, I, I think it did. I don't think it had a. Well, I don't remember really, but I don't think it had a steering wheel. He got in it, and he like turned on the computers or whatever, and it's like I think it just goes. Let's be honest well, here. If Nissan ever makes a combine, Zach will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's now, called an Altima, maybe. <laughs> I had a bunch of friends in high school that worked on farms, and like they would complain that their their tractors. We're auto steer. Like, I don't know what he's going to do. And I'm like, you literally get paid to sit in an air-conditioned cab and li- just sit there and make sure nothing bad happens. The machine does the work for you. That's kind of the way I am around the office. Honestly, I don't mean, like, it, it takes a little bit of learning, but driving a combine is not, it's not terribly difficult. You're going so slow. 
it's pretty easy to steer. Controls are very basic. Once you go a few laps, you got it. Well, Island Farmer, thanks for the question. Hope the mango crop's good this year. Do you make an outside lap? Now, how do you go about this? Do you like, do, an do, you do it like, a, like when you're mowing your lawn? Like, uh, or do you just you mean like a continuous loop or like... Yeah, like a first well, loop around so you square in everything so you got your edges Yeah, straight. cut it out. And then you go up and down. But you don't necessarily... Like, well, we, or at least the, the farmer I work for, he kind of like left his edges. He didn't necessarily make a full cutout along mm-hmm. the edge. And then at the end, he would go back and swipe all the edges at once. I got it. I got it. But yeah, you go down... And then come around like that and then go back down. What if you did a circle? Just a big old circle. Just continuously go in a circle? I bet you somebody does that. I don't know. We Will we first be tipped off that Skynet has taken control of everything when our crops are harvested very efficiently? Yeah. And then we'll know that the robots are about to take over? Probably. There we go. I'll help you out, but I won't work for you because I hated everything else about the farm. Hello. I'm lazy as Moving on from Chris six six two zero four, how do you think you would? How do you? How do each of you think you would do in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Not well. Sell me shorts. Who's the toughest guy here? Who's the biggest badass on the cell block? Whatever you do, don't go near those guys. To express ourselves and to extinguish. They're Scientologists. They don't look so tough. Yeah. They'll talk your ear off and then sue your ass. Let me clarify my question, Shorts. Who's the most dangerous sexual predator on the cell block? Oh, that's easy. It's Danger Cat. Uh, Not well at all. I'll be honest. I think I'd do pretty well because I would be the guy that, like, Well, we're waiting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Finish that sentence. I'm saying not that. I'm saying, like, I'm pretty good at, like, riding the fence on, like, knowing what people want to, you know. I can make you happy when you need something. You know, you say, hey, do this. I'll do it. And I might, if you if you feel away, I'm not going to, like, conflict your opinion on something to your face. But I could do, I could go pretty good at, like, going behind people's back and being, like, friends with everybody along the way. That way they don't hurt me, you know. Oh, but then that would get around, and then you'd be hurt because you were, you'd. Mm. Stabbed everybody in the back. You were playing everybody. And then I would literally get stabbed in the yeah. back. <laughs> oh, that's a good... Oh, man. That's how you lose Big Brother. I also don't think I'd ever leave my cell on a fear of being injured. He got a little pretty mouth, ain't he? That's the truth. So you'd say you would do well in prison, but you would never leave your cell because you were fearful of getting injured. Actually, I'd like to completely change my answer. I would do very poorly in prison because, honestly, man, when I'm just, like, sitting at home alone on Sundays not doing anything, it sucks. I like hanging out with people, and you don't get to really hang out with that many people. Well, you're in the yard to get to hang out with the fellas. What kind of crime did you commit here that you're not hanging out with? No, people? I mean like communicating with people and like, like, are you on death row? Like, well, then not- yes, hypothetically, yes. I don't know. Then yeah, that's pretty miserable. All I know is, if I get a chance to work out with the guys and do some lifting, let me play a little, little hoops. I think I get along well with everybody. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you wouldn't last all that long in the hoops game. I would say something smart-ass and then be knifed. Got to make friends with Cheeseburger Eddie. And that's the truth. With some cheese on it. I got the shakes that'll make you quake. I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. I got the burgers that'll... I just got burgers. I don't know who Cheeseburger Eddie is. I don't! I don't! I... Never seen Longest Yard? That's a long time ago. See, I haven't seen the new one. Did you know Bill Snyder was in that movie? (laughs) Big if true. He looked just like Adam Sandler. (laughs) That's the only scene I've seen in the new one. Because the old one was perfect and didn't need to be remade. The greatest turnaround in prison football history exists here today. (laughs) You know, when they put Adam Sandler in that hot box, I was like, I can never go to prison. Yeah. When Andy, when Andy Dufresne got two months in the hole, yeah, don't think so. That's like legit torture. Yeah. To hell with that, man. 
To hell with that. From Exhausted Nihilist, true or false, if you rub the side of a white claw can really <laughs> hard with a gum eraser, the letters Z-I-M-A will appear. Oh, my God. I never thought of that. <laughs> I figured you'd be, like, the one, like, right up the alley for this. I, I never have had eczema. No, what? No. This isn't my thing. I'm into manly drinks, like lemon drop martini. I was... <laughs> Dang, I wish my parents were on this podcast. They they were all about the Zima thing. When it came back, what was that, last year, two years ago? When it came back, they were all about it. And I'm like, honestly, this thing kind of sucks. Like, it's It sounds like a disease carried by mosquitoes in South America. <laughs> There's been a Zima outbreak across the Midwest. It's, I'll say no. All right, you can make fun of me all you want. I say enough things to get made fun of, so what's one more? White Claws are good, man. Oh, hell no. Seltzers are good, man. Now, they're not as good as the Natty Seltzers, but I'm on the seltzer train. I came across a table with a K-State athletics official at it um, and a couple TCU guys, another K-Stater, and Tanners on Friday night, and they were drinking buckets of Truly. See, the Truly's too fruity for me. There's too much to it there right not about that i would not call them out magular but i would say that i'm disappointed in magular for drinking fruity trulies instead of man beers <laughs> magular <laughs> i had to think about it i didn't i couldn't understand what you're saying the first time <laughs> I expect it from the TCU guys. They're those fancy Fort Worth fellas. You're a K-Stater, by golly. Matt Giller. Oh, man. But I won't mention who it is, Matt Giller. Okay. From Julie Gates. I don't know where this question got posted. Uh, she, uh, we were in the bar in Hayes two weeks ago at Oktoberfest, and we were talking about the podcast. Dad was talking about it for some reason, and she said, asked me how she uh, submits a question, and I said, well, you either got to post it on the boards or tweet it to us. And just she said, why can't I just it. tell it to you? And I'm like, you really think I'm going to remember what you asked me sitting in a bar in Hayes tonight? And then she tweeted it to me, and I still forgot. So I think she tweeted it to me, too. Yeah, and me, too. And the, nothing in there said it was just out of nowhere. She's just, asking me these bizarre yeah. questions. And I knew one thing. Julie's drunk. I'm so drunk I can barely see. But it helps me get the another day. Is filled with haggis and hat. I've got to go puking some hay. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was a thing. So yeah, she really she was upset that I didn't ask these last week. So Julie Gates asks, what college has the best live mascot? <sighs> There's a lot of different ways of looking at this. I think because like if you want if you want like what I think is probably like one of the most unique or or maybe the the coolest thing to have the Georgia bulldog is really cool because he doesn't do anything he sits in an air conditioned dog house is he cooler than the Mississippi state bulldog uh, I don't know about that actually but they don't do a whole lot and then you've got your guy like Mike the tiger who eats the logo of the opposing team in beef which is Amazing! I don't know who to give more credit to. But he doesn't come to the game. He's just on campus. Still. He's nearby. Uh, and then you've got, of course, Ralphie. It's a stampede! Is that illegal yet? What? Are they? Is it illegal to... Like, I feel like they're going to stop running Ralphie soon. Well, we don't know. They play in the Pac-12. Oh, yes. In Pac-12 football nobody sees happen. That. I don't think that it's illegal. There I'm just talking about it was banning more, it because yeah. it's too dangerous. You're letting a giant buffalo run loose with guys hanging on like they could actually stop the buffalo. One of these days, it's going to get loose and hurt somebody. I agree. Bevo almost hurt Ugga last year. Oh, yeah. Um, Florida, Florida should have a live mascot. They should. It'd be kind of fun. They yeah. call the gator chomp and put him at midfield and throw some food. Adam, and then they have to worry about corralling him after. That seems ill-advised. I think that sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know. My answer... 
the Sooner Schooner. <laughs> Which tipped over. I have to go with Ralphie. I mean, you have a live buffalo basically running free in the pregame, and people might die. That's cool. Dark Horse? The Notre Dame mascot. <laughs> He's literally alive. <laughs> or uh, West Virginia. Yeah. They are they are live mascots and they actually go to the games and cheer. So I wish Baylor had Those a live mascot. Banned. If you if you gotta if you if you wish Baylor had a I live wish mascot. Baylor had a live mascot. I mean if you want to take it by the literal sense of the word, every live mascot except for West Virginia and Notre Dame, and I guess Florida State to a certain extent, Texas Tech to a certain extent, they're all they all suck. They don't cheer. <laughs> Bevo doesn't cheer. Oklahoma State technically has a live mascot. Mm. And they reveal who their mascots are. So, like. Oh, I was talking about the horse, Bullet. Oh. But you are correct oh, about them revealing. Oh, the Texas Tech one's way up there for me. What's the Texas Tech? The Masked Tech one? Rider. Yeah, that horse is pretty cool. That's a good choice. That might be my favorite. After the Buffalo? Yeah, the Buffalo's pretty cool. Again, tough to really compare, I think. War Eagle, the War Eagle at Auburn, that's really cool. The Falcon. Yeah. Eagle. No, or, um, Air Force Falcon. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's We're cool talking too. about flying birds. Yes. Oh, there's that Jayhawk. That's real. Oh, wait. No, it's not. No, it's not. If a natural disaster came to your game while you were playing, would it count as being a live mascot? Iowa State? I was thinking Miami. Ah, that's that's a dark horse right there, if you ask or me. Or Tulsa. <laughs> Not a, just any hurricane. A golden <laughs> hurricane. Oh, those golden hurricanes. There we go. That's into that. Does she have more? No. Well, she had more, but oh, other people she had also other had more. She had uh, so many. I don't know why we did that one. Just to make her feel better? I'm not sure. I mean, did we really make her feel better? Was that answer so good that she's like, oh, I've accomplished something in my life other than having 17 children? <laughs> She'll tweet us. From I Like Pickles Cat, do you have a scary story to tell? I don't know. I was hoping somebody had a scary story to tell. <laughs> I like how he has a. Do you have a scary story to tell? As if like he's st- like, like we talked about it before, and he <laughs> 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 like it's Jimmy Fallon, and he knows everything for the I mean, interview. Anytime at the old office, you had a encounter with Yo the Ghost. It was unnerving. That was oh, a real what... thing, and I didn't buy you. I did not believe you guys for a year and a half until that happened, and it did. It's just unnerving. He was standing there. I swear to God. That's my story. God? I was <laughs> I was working late at night. It was when the video computer, for whatever reason we were sharing, because Fitz had done the podcast. He had a computer in his office. So I was in there working. And the computer's kind of facing like the windows in his old office and the door. I'm just sitting there. And it's like, I don't know, 9, 30, 10. And out of the corner of my eye, standing in the doorway. Yo is there. He is there. It is most definitely a person. I look up, gone. Like, yeah. I look, take a closer look, gone. Out of the corner of my eye, he was there. And I text Fitz, I'm like, yo, <laughs> yo. yo. <I> just, <laughs> That's how he got named. Just saw yo. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a bit spooked right now. He's like, I totally understand. You can finish in the morning. <laughs> so I went home. He's real. It, he got his name because we used to come in the office and say yo to let Jason, our front office guy, know it was not a customer in us. And one day someone said yo to him and patted him on the back. And he got up from his desk a little bit later to go check. And he realized he is still in the office alone. And thus yo became yo. And I could recount the number of times that I had mild encounters with yo. But the only time I got up and left was about three in the morning. I'm working on the podcast or something and probably a magazine, and clear as day, I'm in the office alone. It's the middle of the night. I'm nowhere near the front windows. I'm nowhere near anyone outside of my office. Standing behind me, someone clears their throat. I got up and left. (laughs) That was the only time I got unnerved by Yo. Yo was like a friendly ghost. He just wanted to hang out with you. 
I would appreciate if you didn't try to scare our asses so much. But he he didn't mean to. He just did it. We did. It's like me. I don't mean to charm everyone, but it's just me. Wasn't there... I'm just happy he didn't follow our asses down here. Wasn't there a story about... A window shattering? Yes, yeah. I heard. So Rob Cassidy was another non-believer. Uh, and then one day he was ranting about Yo. And in our original office design, the front office where Becky worked, we had little sliding glass windows. So instead we took out, there was a brick wall there, and we took out some space and put in some sliding glass windows. So she was working, someone came in, she could peek out there. And the windows eventually were not used. They were just closed all the time. Um, and... Rob was doubting Yo's existence, and out of nowhere, one of the windows shattered. It's an interior window, and nobody was in that part of the building, and it was in the middle of a Yo rant, and a window shatters. Rob became a believer, and Yo also stole his shoes one night. Which is so funny. <laughs> Guys, I don't, like, I'm not a guy that believes in... All that stuff. Like, I don't mess with things like that. And honestly, I don't let it, let it bother me. But it is a real thing. Real now, real. whether you believe or not uh, in these type of things, there's probably some place you've encountered that just gives you an uneasy feeling. Just like it's not right. Maybe it's a great walking through a graveyard or something where you just kind of, you know, your hair stands up and you just kind of get this unsettled feeling. That was the projection booth at our old offices. It was the old varsity theater down, not the theater where Rally House is, but there was a second one down the street. That's where our office was. And when you went up into the projection booth, which was a concrete floor, it was like a second floor bunker because it had a two-ton projector in the old school days up there. You got a really bad feeling up there. Like originally we were going to use it as a podcast booth and I can't remember who voted we were, when we were doing some redesign in the office, why don't we just move the podcast booth? It would have been a great podcast booth. It was soundproof because it was concrete. Put up a little soundproofing, and you got. And we finally decided, hell no. You just didn't feel comfortable up there. You felt like you were always not alone. I thought it was because it was hot up there, <laughs> not because of any ghosts. But if Joe showed up, it'd cool down. I don't know. And it probably was hot, too, because there's no air moving. I always thought that room up top was cool. I didn't feel scared in that one. I felt more scared sitting in your office. Hmm. That probably needs some analyzing. <laughs> Last question of the podcast from Chris66204. If you were a victim in a horror film, which chain would you want to be in? And he lists like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Saw, etc. And how would you die? This is the easiest question. Oh, also, he has a comment. I listen every week and I'm confident none of you would survive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's be honest. In the zombie apocalypse, you want me in your pack of survivors because you can offer me up as bait. And just shove me out there for the feeding while you run away. Well, none of us are They're gonna not going to eat you because of all your cancer meds. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Oh, oh. Maybe be zombie-proof, too. None of us are lead actors, so yes, you're right. We would not make it to the end. But this is the easiest question, because okay. it needs to be Scream, because those are the quickest deaths. I am not... You couldn't pay me to even act in a Saw movie. I'm that way with Nightmare on Elm Street. That was, that was my generation. Those two movies, Nightmare on Elm Street and the Saw franchise, the like just the weirdest deaths, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Uh, what were the other ones you listed? Uh, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Saw, etc. Okay. Mm, that's Halloween, yes, it's pretty basic deaths, but there are some ones like... In the original one where the dude gets hung up on the wall, getting choked while he's getting uh, pushed up against the wall, and then he's stabbed through his body, and he's hanging. I think the knife goes through his neck, and he's hanging by his neck. Not a fun death. Ghostface in the Scream movies just, he stabs you, he slits your throat, whatever, boom, it's done. He, his victims are dead in less than five seconds. Quick death, easy. They're wearing a mask, so you don't have to stare killer in the face. It's nothing gross. Just, let's be honest here, yeah. folks. Let's be honest. If the news team here was an anchor man, we wouldn't fare well there either. I'm the guy that gets both of his arms cut. 
That's it for the podcast. That's the overtime. Hope you enjoyed it. We didn't taste anything. We didn't sample anything. We didn't drink anything. And we get scared like any of you do because we're normal people. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.